All right, sweet. All right. <clears throat> What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Bleacher Banter Podcast presented by Bleacher Fan Sports. It's your host, Tommy Buns, here with Sully and Jones. And we've got another episode for you this week. And we're going to talk the NBA playoffs because they have been exceeding every expectation I had of this coming back. I figured there'd be competitive games. I figured it'd be fun to watch. But, I mean, every game has been great. We've had overtime. We have series even at 2-2. and We have Luka Doncic out there putting on a clinic, going triple-double, hitting buzzer beaters against the L.A. Clippers. It's been fantastic. Where do you guys want to start? I feel like there's so much that's happened since we talked last week. Yeah, I mean, talk about the we we missed on a, a bunch of series. I mean, think about all the series <laughs> yeah, that we did turned around. Like, you know, Denver, we we had we had them walking away with an easy win, and now they're they're about to go home. Um, you know, the Clippers, we we had the Clippers in five. Now all of a sudden, that's a series. Uh, Luka Doncic, the the god. Um, there's just been so many. So many things that I think we just didn't that have, even Portland. We said last week if Portland win game one, look out, you know, for them in seven. And they're another one. They look dead in the water the too, down three one. What nothing. are we, you know? Yeah, yeah. meant nothing. I mean, the Blazers won. We both said, you know, if they win that game one, we'll say though Zach Collins injury really hurt them. Uh, CJ playing with the broken back, and then obviously, Dean, you know, hurt that finger, sprained the finger on his left hand, and now he's out for game five yeah, with the, the injury. With so the injuries have really just, um, not to say the Lakers wouldn't have won because they probably would have, but we knew about the CJ injury, but Zach Collins being ruled out, that happened after we recorded, uh, I think a day or two after. That was after game one. That's a real. That was a real big blow for their um, their depth because, you know, they're, guy, they're playing this guy Simmons. They're playing... Uh, um, Wayne Gabriel, and these guys are, you know, these guys aren't the quality player Zach Collins. It's not to say Zach Collins is going to give you a double-double every night, but um, someone that's going to eat up fouls. He's another body. He's a rebounder. He's a good weak side defender. He does have range, um, and he gives them size. I mean, not that he's a, that girthy a guy, but he's got, you know, he's got height. He's got size to himself. You know, when you have Anthony Davis backing down Wayne Gabriel, or he's, he's just shooting over the top of these guys, um, whether it's a Trent, whether it's, you know, one of these wings that they have, that's kind of where they do miss some of those wings that they, they you know, the Al Farouk Aminos, the Mo Harklesses that they did lose that, that it, it is a loss. For, it, it, you know, we're kind of seeing that, you know, these were long, lanky guys. Now you see this Laker team, um, they just look so much bigger. You know, you have JaVale McGee at the five, Davis at the four, LeBron at the three, um, you know, and, and then you have like, Caldwell Pope out there. Those are all long guys. Um, and it's just, you know, game one, Portland looked so good. The other two games are blowouts. Game three was their chance. That would have been up 2-1, and um, I believe, or, or it would have been it would have been 2-2 either way. Um, yeah, the Lakers they, weren't losing the Kobe game. Yeah, game three. Yeah, game three. And, and you know, Carmelo looked really good. They just... They just didn't have enough in them. I mean, they didn't have the defensive stops. I've been a little surprised that, I mean, the glass game, the Kobe game, you could throw out in regards to Portland not showing up. And I mean, they they went down fifteen nothing. So uh, it's I mean, no. it's kind of coincidence. Portland was the first game that they played after Kobe died, too. Yeah, so. that's weird. That's very odd. Uh, Jr. How much Smith? do you guys feel like 
how much do you guys feel like the not having one the travel and two like actually having like the fans the home court how how much do you guys feel like that's uh made an impact on these series it's weird you don't like really think about it as like uh something that's missing at that point like it, it, i don't know it's such a dynamic like factor in in a normal series like you're like oh game four all right and the series is going back to wherever and it's like the first thing you think about when you think about the next game is where is it going to be played and now it's just like it's not part of the equation part of the discussion and it it's all i've almost like forgotten how important it was because it's just something that is completely out of mind this year um but i think it you know obviously it would it would definitely change things but who knows if the plays do the blazers win game one if in LA, if that happens, right? You know? Yeah, but then, true. then you turn around and the Blazers have a top five home court advantage in the NBA. That arena is insane, so it yeah. it goes both ways. In Game Three or Four, what is there a different story there? Um, so you know, I I think we just how little we think about it this year, you know, even knowing it's not there, it's just it's not even like mentioned, you know. It's odd. It's odd because if you're the uh, lower seed and you go down 2-0, you're normally, it's like a little pick-me-up. All right, they did what we got. They got to do. We go home, we defend our home court, and then we knock this thing up 2-2. Two two. You see with the Thunder series, uh, Thunder Rockets, you know, the the Thunder went down 0-2 to the Rockets. No Westbrook in any of the games. And then you would think, you know, maybe it's a little deflating for them. The series looks kind of over at that point. The You know, the Rockets win two games pretty pretty handily. One one was kind of a blowout, and then you know they Thunder aren't going home, so I would thought would think that would have hurt them more. You know they're not they're just playing at the same spot, and you know who would who would have thunk it? They win the next two, and now it's two to two, and now Russell Westbrook's probably got to come back for Game Five tomorrow. I don't he look he's been doing drills, he's looking good. That that definitely helps, obviously on the Houston end, regards of you know morale and and some extra spark, but. Weird that it really hasn't correlated game always game to game. Um, you know, game did did the Bucks close out uh, Orlando yet? I don't know. I saw Giannis won Defensive Player of the Year. I saw that. So uh, I think they're I mean, up three one, right? Yeah, they're up three one. You know, they got the sh- they. You know, they looked terrible game one, and then a couple other close games. They've handled it much better. The being the Bucks, they're up three one. Probably close that out tomorrow, I'm sure. Um, yeah, Giannis winning MVP, right? He won MVP, right? I don't think they've announced MVP yet, but I would. Someone, I mean, yeah, I don't see how he's news. knocked it Someone spread yeah. some fake news then, because they said MVP and DPO. I mean, I think I think him being winning MVP is a lock at this point. Yeah, it is. It's a lock for sure. If if he doesn't, if LeBron wins, I mean, that's just. That's writers voting for a narrative that is just just to spite people. Like that's not he's not the MVP. I don't know what. Like, I yeah, know no, it's, it's Giannis for sure. Yeah. When's uh, the last um, time someone went back to back? Oh, back to back. Uh, I don't think LeBron's ever done it. Kobe had what? Uh, maybe Nash. Nash did back to back in oh five oh six, I believe, or oh six oh seven, something like that. Yeah, maybe oh four oh five. Somewhere yeah. around there. Um, did Duncan go back to back? I don't can't remember if he has two or just one. But I mean, before yeah, that, he has, I feel like he has so much more room to grow still. Yeah, yeah, I agreed. Like but in the, before in, that, in, it was definitely Jordan th- with the free throws and um, 
consistently making a jumper and in the playoffs, you know, um, I mean, we gotta, you know, we gotta put out a. Oh, Steph Curry. Oh my God! How do we oh, forget God. about that? That was a terrible. That was a terrible. And LeBron, piece. yeah. So LeBron, we're over here talking shit. So LeBron did it in 08, 09, and in eleven and twelve, and Curry did it in fourteen and fifteen. Well, fuck us. Yeah, we were just real wrong on that one. But with the Bucks, I mean, Chris Middleton, I think, is a very good player. I'm always pro Chris Middleton, but when he comes to playoffs, he just doesn't play. You can't. We're talking about Chris Middleton as a 90-50-40 guy. There's not many people in NBA history that have done 90% from the free throw line, 40% from three, and 50% from the field. Chris Middleton does everything above average, for shot percentage-wise. Mid-range, layups, three points. He's good at everything. In the playoffs, he just sucks. I don't, I don't, I don't understand, like, like, I've always been a proponent of, like, you know, Middleton is really good. Like, we need a third guy. But they need a second guy. They need another guy. I mean, you know, some of these games, I know they've won, you know, th- the three out of the four of them. But some of these games, Magic are making late runs. The Magic are a not a good team. Uh, I mean, the Magic for making games close in the fourth quarter with comebacks, even the fact that they won that game so handily. I mean... If Middleton plays the caliber that he has, that he's capable of during the season, these games aren't close. But if without that, I mean, he's got my heat in the next round. I don't like their chances being the Bucks if Middleton's not going to show up. Miami That's going to be a good great. series. That's going to be a really good series. They're going to beat up on each other. I, 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 I'm trying not to be biased. I just, I think the Heat win. the The Bucks give up the most three point attempts. The Heat are the second best at making three-pointers per uh, per game. I just think we're a terrible mismatch for them. We were in the regular season. Um, you know, we just, I mean, I feel like the Heat and the, the Celtics, um, they they both looked great. And against it was against competition that wasn't elite. But I don't think you could really, you know, the Sixers obviously were without Simmons. But I didn't expect the sweep. Um, I expected six games. I know, Tom, you kind of said five. You kind of want to say sweep, and they they swept them. I mean, yeah, I great. wish I would have said sweep. I was they thinking about great. that on Sunday. And then I, I, and then the Heat. Honestly, I'm even a little surprised we we you know took the took the brooms out for the Pacers because the Pacers are a very good coach team. You know, you have Sabonis was out, but you still have Oladipo who did play, and you have um. Warren and you have Miles Turner. Um, they had some good contributions off the bench. Games were pretty competitive. I think there was only one blowout, like one kind of blowout game. Games we were just winning six to ten point games consistently, eight to ten point wins. But I mean, if you're like the Heat or the Celtics, you know, I, I mean, I'd feel really good going to this next round. Um, I mean, they just looked great. Yeah, especially with um, Lowry potentially. Missing some time. That's uh, yeah, yeah that's, that's gonna be big. If 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 Lowry if Lowry's out two games, I think that series is done in uh, done in six for the Celtics. I don't think well, that. I, I don't know because because the, I believe the Raptors were eleven and two without him, and they have the Raptors have immense depth. If anyone could take it, it's the. That's I'm not true. saying that they have Van Vliet, who's stepped up big time when he's been out. Um, they have. Norman, uh, Norman Powell has been huge, putting up like 16 a game. They have OG Ananubi, uh, Ananoboy, whatever you say it. Uh, they have this uh, this rookie shooter, uh, Matt Thomas. 
they have a they they'll play 11 12 guys and that's you know just talking about you know their guards and stuff um they they have a really deep team so um if he misses a game or two i, I don't you know i don't know if it's going to change things that much i still think it, they could split but if he misses you know majority of the series yeah definitely would have to favor the Celtics Lowry just is so good with uh, the Chargers and defensive and the present defensive presence. He he really he every year he, most Chargers in the and in, in the NBA. He just he really puts his body on the line. Um, but that's going to be a great series. The Heat uh, the Heat Bucks should be a very good series. We it's in the East we know who's it going to who it's going to be in regards to those four teams because we don't we don't see the Magic coming back from you know. 3-1, obviously. Yeah, and it's the four teams we thought no. it was going to be, you know? Yeah. yeah. No surprise in the East. The West is just, I mean... The no, West is crazy. Like, the surprises have the potential to happen. They haven't really... None of them are really in favor of happening yet. The Thunder has a potential, for sure. Yeah. I mean, the Mavs are potential, but they're not... They're certainly not the betting favorite. Okay, he's out tonight, so that hurts, but... That's true. I mean, Luka can't have 45, 20, and 16 every fucking game. As, yeah, we as, got we got a uh, two point game in uh, Utah. Not not in Utah, but Utah Nuggets is thirty six thirty four Nuggets right now. Uh, it was like ten to go in the second half, a second quarter. So that's a. Uh, I mean, Utah can close it out today. Yeah, that could be it for Denver. What a what a disappointment that would be for the Nuggets. You know. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, we were saying last week that that was. I mean, we already talked about, it, but we were saying that was over in five, maybe six. Yeah. For the Nuggets, and then now it's like the Nuggets are going to have to win out. <laughs> five. I just thought you're just. I also didn't know Conley was just coming back so soon. I, I don't. I thought it was a longer quarantine process. I didn't know he'd be back so soon, but still, Conley wasn't playing good before, and now he's playing great. Um, I didn't think they'd be able to score enough, and it's really like Denver's had the scoring droughts throughout at times, and it looks Utah just looks like a, a completely bit different and better team. I mean, even when that's without Bogdanovich as well. So um, I am very impressed. I mean, I'm a big Mitchell guy. I love that Mitchell have his jersey. But, I mean, he is shocking me. I mean, he's had two 50-point games in the series. I, I I can't say I expected that. Murray's been terrific. He's been terrific. Porter's been inconsistent for Denver. Jokic hasn't taken over as much. I think the thing Denver is missing is they don't really have a leader. Um, like, is it Jokic? Is it Murray? Murray's stepping up. Like, a vocal leader, though. Like, Millsap's not really, he's a veteran, but they don't really have, like, a Jimmy Butler type of, you know, of, you know, their emotional leader and everything, someone they can lean on. Um, I don't know. I don't, because, like, I look at Denver, and I feel like they have all the parts. They have, they have, like, you know, they have, they got length and grant. They got guard play. I mean, they have been without... They have been without Will Barton and uh, Gary Harris. That's another another thing. Uh, I didn't know they'd be out this long. Are they playing tonight? I'm not sure. Um, I mean, they just like these guys have just been out for like forever. I don't. Yeah, it definitely hurts. I mean, I, you you got to assume one of those guys might be at shipped out of town this off season based on if they you not know loss. Either of them are playing tonight. I mean that. That definitely hurts them, you know. Um, I think I there's going to be a lot of deals this summer, a lot of trades, because just because it's such a weak free agency class. 
you know, I think there, I, I, there's a lot of teams that are going to want to make moves. You know, every all, NBA offseason, there's a ton of moves, you know, moves. But, you know, last year was dominated by free agency just because there was a, a an incredible class. But next year, no, yeah. n- everyone's waiting for 2021, which is going to be probably the best free agent class to date. Um, yeah. And, you know, definitely since 2010. I mean, two year, last year was pretty good. Um, those are probably the, the top three in the last like 30 years, you know, uh, but 2021, everyone's excited about. So we're going to see a massive shift in, in power in the NBA potentially next offseason. Yeah, but could be for sure. Get a load of this. Will Barton five days ago left the bubble. I didn't even hear this. Yeah, I didn't hear that idea. For what? Just, I, for like yeah, to rehab why? his knee. Like, dude, you've been rehabbing this since like February. Yeah, OK. And, so he's and, basically and, useless. And so. Uh, Gary Harris was questionable for tonight, and he was, obviously was ruled out. But so if there is a game six, maybe you get Gary Harris back. I think. I mean, I don't know. I know. I don't know how you don't at least try and play. Um, or if you're questionable for this game, two more days, I'd think he'd play. But who knows? With some of these injuries. Um, yeah. No. I. I mean, Gary Harris and Barton were big. They were 15 points a game, a pop um, for them last year. They were. That's you know 30 points you're you're missing. You know, obviously Porter is filled in in the scoring role in a good, more in a great deal, but he's not a very he's a defensive liability. So it's uh, I don't know. I'm definitely pulling for Denver though. I definitely want you know as they are giving up threes and Jordan Clarkson's been playing out of his mind. My God, Jordan Clarkson throwing up 25 point games at night in and night out. It looks like a real basketball player again. He does. Yeah, he he lost it when he went to. Le- and he was never the best on the Lakers, and then he went to LeBron. He looked like he never knew how to went with the Cavs. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he was, he was a solid, above average role player then, and he was a young guy with still some potential. But he lost it all when he went to Cleveland. He did. And well, that was supposed to be earlier like, this year. Well, he was still in Cleveland. Yeah, he was still in Cleveland, and then he yeah Utah. Um, that's like you, you know, he went from. You know, when he when that deal went down, people were like, oh, my God, this is like a really transformative move for the Cavs. Like, how did they do pull this off? And it just yeah. didn't work out at all. No, yeah, I mean, I've that always was... liked Clarkson's. I've always liked this game. He's a slasher. He can make threes. I've always liked this game. There's a theory, you know, LeBron always makes his play, players better. Um, you know, I'm not saying it's LeBron's fault for him not playing well in Cleveland, but sometimes it's just not a mesh. You know, sometimes he reminds Clarkson's... me a lot of uh, jo- uh, not Jordan Shannon Brown. If you remember him from like you know okay. five or six years ago with Kobe, yeah, 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 um, same type of player, uber athletic. I, I think he's a little more talented offensively, I think so as a little well. more, little more versatile, but same type of same type of you know uber athletic slasher. Um, and, you know, he just he seems like a he he reminds me of Shannon Brown, but yeah. I I do think Clarkson gets the nod there. I mean, yeah, I mean he's. He's looks fantastic, and that's where that scoring's coming from. I mean, and you got Conley back, and then you know Joe Ingles goes back to a third or fourth option, like he probably should be, and he's bringing that great defense and you know that little, you know that trash talk. Um, but they, they've definitely been they've been fun to watch. Mitchell's been Mitchell looks like one of the best leaders in the league right now. He looks like he's just carrying the team on his back, and I, I mean I love it. I love it. I love what I'm seeing seeing from them. I don't know if, I mean, we don't know. Like we said, we don't know what's going to happen in this in this in this uh, Mavs clip series. I think you know KP being out definitely. You got to give the 
edge to I would say if I had to guess I'd have to, I'd probably say Clippers in seven right now. But the fact that it's this could go to a seventh game is scary for Clippers and Paul George. Someone put out a PSA on him. This man is is gone. He's yeah. He's yeah what is happening? He, he is, is like well. I told you guys. I saw a statistic. I love my stats. Paul George hasn't made it out of the playoffs since 2014. Playoff P. His numbers are not as good in the playoffs. Paul George is very talented, 100%. He's one of the best two-way players. But Paul George, playoff P, more like pandemic P, people are saying. Like, like, <laughs> like he's just not – I mean, I mean, he's just not even I, – I heard Tristan Thompson saying, you know, you know, it's okay because, you know, two-way player. No, 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 no. He's put up 14, 11, and 9 in the last three games. And he's taken like 16 shots a game. He's shooting like – he shot 3 of 16 last game. That is not acceptable. I mean, this isn't this isn't you know you're you got a banged up shoulder you're going three for nine or two for eight you're not shooting really this is just straight out abysmal and if he plays like that they may not make it out of the series but I think he'll have at least one game and they might not make it even past Utah next game because Utah you're gonna put the defensive minded Utah Jazz on them yeah he's not gonna get his fix there against Utah. Yeah, Utah's really Joe good. Ingles, they'll put Joe Ingles on him, and Joe Ingles will be trash talking him, like no in his Australian all. accent. Yeah, I mean, he's missing layups. Like he's literally missing layups. I don't. He's it's, not himself. I mean, it's 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 crazy yeah. how much of a light switch he's he's been. You know, flipped into into the postseason because he was really solid in the eight games, and then the playoffs start, and it's a different story. I mean, he's a top ten player. Yeah, I, I think he is too. Um, but, it, you know, conventional wisdom says there's just no way it lasts, it continues. But you think that, you know, past one game, past two games, three games, like you think every game, you know, anytime a top 10 player is a bad game, you think next game he's going to bounce back. Next yeah. game he's going to bounce like back. The, um, I kind of like to think of it like a gambler's fallacy, like, you know, like doing red or black, betting red or black or, or a coin, like, you know, just like. It's, the more it hit. goes on, it's just, yeah. you know, the law of averages, it has to come back. Exactly. Yeah. You're yeah. betting black every time. You're going to hit, you know, every time. It's two in a row, three in a row, four in a row. We're, we're betting row. on black on the fifth time with Paul George and, you know. And exactly. Just like, yeah. Doubling so. down every time and it, it, it's just losing my, my mortgage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but oh. what other series? Have we have, were there any other series we haven't? I, mean, I guess the Thunder and Rockets. I mean, we could we could talk about that a little, but that's that's been another great series. Yeah, I mean, I mean we're all so we're all in agreement though. The, the Lakers are going to close out the Blazers either in five or six. The Bucks should close out the Magic in five or six. Yeah, five. So five. Gonna be, we're gonna we're gonna have uh, Heat, Bucks, Celtics, Raptors in the East, and then I mean this West. Though everything, I mean, we have no idea. We know it'll be Lakers, and who would the Lakers get at this point? The the uh, Thunder or the Rockets? Yeah, I wonder how how Tatum's going to handle Jimmy Butler and his grill for forty eight minutes. I know. Well, isn't Butler hurt right now too? Isn't he just kind of out there playing he has defense a strange and throwing shoulder? Assists? But he came back and played in the game, and uh, it's nothing too serious. I right. think he'll he only he only had like what like six points. He was like throwing. Yeah, he, he pretty much he shot like six shots. He made like two of them. Yeah. Um. He basically like his mindset was like you know I'm just gonna go out and play great defense and be like uh you know, but it's not it's nothing. It's just a strain. It's not anything you know. 
They're right. going to have three or four days tough. off. I, I think he'll be more than fine. Yeah, that's I another thing. They, uh, Them winning it early takes, you know, or because that, that's the, where I think he was like in his mind. He's like, let's let me just come back, gut this one out, close them so I get more rest time. Yeah, I right. mean, because people don't realize the the NBA playoff schedule. Like every all seven potential games of every single series through the NBA Finals is scheduled on a date and a time before the playoffs start. So if you win in four games or seven games, that next series is starting on the same day. So if you win in four or five, you get an extra three days rest, you know? Mm-hmm. There's no, like, oh, both teams are done. Like, now we can start the series. It's it's well, starting on this day no matter what. Well, no, doesn't it? Didn't they push up the Raptors and Celtics? Because that, that starts Thursday. Yeah, they, so they, it was only game four on Sunday, so it would have been five. Maybe tonight, okay. Seven, maybe it might it might be different this year, but I know in regular years it's right it's because set. of the travel and what. Now it's yeah. like they're pretty wow, much West, them. Westbrook is ruled out for game five. Oh, uh, that's big. Soft, soft. soft. <laughs> I don't I don't. I don't hate Westbrook. I don't know how you could like Westbrook. Anyone, not you. I like general, Westbrook but. more on the Rockets than the Thunder. Because he's he was starting to come around and learn how to play towards his skill, his skills. He was taking less threes. I don't. And I, I definitely don't like Russell Westbrook at all. But I mean, I think it definitely. I mean, they need him. And like you know, it's so kinda, much of like is Tammy. So much okay. of my hate for any player, even about the player or his game, it's more about like how he's perceived. Like, I just get mad that people think Westbrook is like a top five or 10 player. Like, just call him what he is. You know, he's a, he's a top 15, 20 player. He's, he puts up insane numbers and doesn't really win. You know, he doesn't really make his team better. Um, So I just, the perception of Westbrook really just is what angers me about him. And it's not even his top five player. I mean, yeah, there's season really, really, added to that narrative yeah and it's just like people will say that like oh how how could he not be a top five player he averaged a triple double like won the mvp it's like he was the only player on that team (laughs) yeah it's just not i don't know what to tell you it's such like a an elementary opinion to just look at that and think he's automatically a top five player he's not not luka Doncic. he's not being as he's not winning games on his own he's not being as efficient um you know, I mean, Luca has turned the ball over, Luke but he turns here. the ball over a ton. You know, now he's coming into his own, I think, a little more 10 years later, not taking as many three-point shots, being more of a slasher, um, and, you know, do, using his abilities to his advantage while he has them because his ain't, his game may not age well because he's not doesn't have a good shot. So. Hey, he can't shoot. Can't um, shoot I, so. I agree. I, I think he has been more likable on the – uh, rat rockets. I mean, let, let me. Westbrook's attitude and like his antics certainly don't do him any favors. But like, I, I do agree he's been better on the Rockets, and I, I I would like to give him the benefit of the doubt on those last couple of years in the Thunder. But like, I can't because he was the exact same way when Kevin Durant was there, and Kevin Durant was a top two player in the league for the last five years of his ten Thunder career. You know, so when you're playing with a guy like that and still playing that way, it was actually hurting the team. It's why Durant left. You know, he, we found out since he went to Golden State, Russell Westbrook and his style of play was a big factor in Durant leaving Oklahoma City. I think they definitely need him right now, though, Houston. I think they need his slashing ability. And I agree. Energy. I mean, 
They, you know, I, th- I don't think they're. Uh, I think they're not a great team without him. I think they're a good, a good team with him. I just think. I just don't think. I think there's other people that would be better than him there. But like you, you get what you can get. You make the deals you can make. I mean, and yeah. anyone in the world is making that deal for Westbrook over Chris Paul. You know, but obviously, as good Chris as Chris Paul has been, I mean, exact time. What is he? Thirty six. I believe thirty six. Yes. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you can't expect this to go on for another two years of Chris Paul's contract. Yeah, I mean, Chris Paul, I mean, even with as good as Chris Paul was, it's, you know, he's really not even performing up to his contract. I mean, yeah, dude, the guy makes like $46 million a year. I know, and he put up 17 yeah. and a half a game, seven assists, and he will let the league in uh, clutch points, which is huge, but still, you know. Still, it's just so much more salvageable than we thought, and he, he is contributing from a leadership point of view and other intangibles. They had a .02% chance to make the playoffs, and they made it, and they're the five seed. So, you know, he did a fantastic job. All credit to him, uh, Shea Gilgis-Alexander. And, incredible. You know, I think Billy he's Donovan. Doing... Billy Donovan showed a lot. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think you have to credit so much of Shea's uh, improvement to Chris Paul. I think that's one of the situations where you're truly like, Hey, this guy is going to be a real mentor to, to Shay. And it's actually working. It's probably working faster than most people expected. He's going to be I mean, a star in my opinion. Shea, exactly. Shay Gill Giles Sanders is going to be, in my opinion, a top five point guard for the large majority of his career, you know? So especially once he's handed the reins, cause you got to, you got to think in the next year or two, I mean, certainly in two years when Chris Paul's gone, but Next year, don't be surprised if if he's the starting point guard or or you know, he's Chris Paul is playing more off ball because Chris Paul is great off the ball. He's one of the few point guards that really is great without the ball in his hands. Yeah, you know, he can shoot. Yeah, he can shoot. He he can run around the court. He runs runs off screens. He's just a high IQ basketball guy. I mean, uh, basketball IQ never leaves you. Chris Paul might be the highest basketball IQ guy in the NBA right now, still, and he yeah. he has been probably, at various points in his career. LeBron. Yeah, so you and that's something that never leaves. You know, jump shot and basketball IQ are two things that never leave you while you're in the league. You know, so it, it, he's got those two things, and it, it's it's going to give him lasting power on his career. Uh, stuff that Westbrook won't have, you know, yeah. unless he learns how to play differently, which he's like we said he started to do. But I mean, he's still so far away from someone like Chris Paul in that sense, and I just don't see it changing. At least not in time. Houston's fucked. Houston, like five year outlook. Houston's fucked. You're yeah. gonna, you're looking at, uh, you know, both of those guys are locked up for the next what three, four years. There's no way they're the same players in four years. You, I like we talked about it before. I'd consider dealing them in the next in the next two years. Yeah, you're not, you're not winning a title. Picks, get the oh no the, way. You're not winning the title, especially when you're one of the few teams that won't be able to do anything next summer. You know, you're so screwed with the cap situation. You don't have many assets to that are valuable outside of Westbrook and Harden. You know, there's about eight to ten teams in the real run for next year with enough cap space to sign two max guys, enough assets to make a deal. Like Denver won't have the cap space, but they have the assets, you know, teams like that. And then you're going to have they the, have you know, either, the teams yeah. like the Knicks and the, you know, that will have the cap space and not the assets. So there's eight to 10 teams that'll really be movers and shakers potentially next summer. Um, but Houston doesn't have either. And they're just going to be, they're going to watch, what is their best you know, piece now, Robert Covington. Yeah. 
and they traded their other best piece for him, and he's a downgrade from their best piece from Capella. Yeah, Clint Capella is yeah. an asset. I don't, I don't. I'm not saying that like I, I would necessarily. Why well, could they have just taught him how to shoot threes or something? Like just like I don't like. Yeah, yeah. At I don't least understand a, why a, they, a twenty, a fifteen, twenty footer. You know, the elbow jumper, like the yeah, Amari. I not, you know, I get he where he can be a liability, but he's still way more valuable. I mean, I mean, they like. They they picked up Jeff Green off the off the uh, street and Jeff Green's been great. Like Jeff Green is not that much worse than Robert Covington. Like like no, like especially the way when he's on. Like he's not like he's a poor man's maybe, but still like one you have to give up your best non Harden Westbrook player and the other you get literally off the street for free. So I don't. Yeah, yeah I didn't. I, didn't, the I didn't understand did. the Rockets deal. need to shoot the lights out. They need to shoot. Over thirty-five to forty percent from three, four four out of the seven games to win, you know, a given series. Um, not that it's impossible for them if they make it out to beat the Lakers. If they have Russ, uh, Russ, I think there will be competitive games. I think it could go six games. I mean, um, I definitely would like the Lakers, but they're gonna. Have, I mean, it, it would just be, it'd be. It's weird because the Lakers are so much bigger than them. Um, but the Rockets have beat them twice, I believe, since they've had this newly small team, and they're just going to be, you know, they're going to be bringing JaVale McGee out. It goes both ways. They're going to be bringing JaVale McGee out, and the, you know, and, you know, the Dwight Howards, and then they're going to be getting killed on the offensive glass, so. Yeah, well, but the Lakers also have the personnel to make, to run with them on a smaller team, too. They have uh, Waiters, Smith, Danny Green. They do, Kuzma, but they could, not, they could play Kuzma at five. Not their strength right now because those guys aren't. I guess their strength right now has been the, the size. Yeah, I, I know. I'm I'm saying, but they're one of the few teams that can yeah, really can. have just, a lineup that can do, go both ways. Agreed, which has not been happening. Yeah, uh, and it's they why they lost game one. Shots. KCP needs the shots. Caruso and you know one of a Dion or a Jr. So yeah, agreed. It's it's the Rockets are entertaining. I mean, in, from the past, like they're just there's such a large level of. They're what? the they're the mid two thousand Suns. They're the same yeah. team as D'Antoni. Like they're the same team. You know, they great regular season team. They knock on the door once or twice, but they never open it, and they're never gonna. They had one year that they really had a chance, and they didn't do it, and that was it. And they, I don't, I think the window closed after that. It was it 2017, maybe 2018. One of the, yeah. either the first or second year with Duran. I can't remember which one, but yeah, the door was closed after that. Yeah. Yeah. The door is pretty much closed. Yeah. Cause all they can do is add little, you know, little tweaks and moves like that, but they can't and hope they hit a diamond in a rough, but like, is that enough? Gerald to carry Greens, the, the Covingtons, the, exactly. uh, Jeff Green again, like you know, it's just you can't you can't expect to have. How many success. times has Jeff Green been on this team? I feel like he always. Jeff, Jeff Green's Green, been on like twenty-two. I think he's been on eight teams or six teams in the last eight years. He's been on like twenty-two of the thirty NBA teams. Who's he been on in the last eight years? He's been on Celtics. the Celtics. He's been on the. He's been on. Why can't I think? He's obviously he's on. I'm uh I got it right here. Rockets. Um, let me let me let me let me look at at the end. Played played for ten teams in his career. Jesus, he's played for ten teams. In, all right, so only um, 
here's a hand. All right, let me let me let me let me see if I can name name a bunch of them. He's been <laughs> on the Celtics. I gotta give you a hint. One of the ten teams no longer exists. He's been on the Sonics originally. Yep, they drafted He's him. He's been on the Sonics. He's been on the Thunder. That's two. He's been on the Celtics. That's three. Um, he's been on obviously his current team. That's four. Yep. Um, he's been on. Has he been on the Timberwolves? I believe so. No. 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 Um, he's been on the. He's been on five teams for one year or less. Six. Six if you count the Sonics. Okay, so you just gave one away. The Suns? No, Sonics. Oh, Six the Sonics. Sorry. Sorry. He's I, not I, been on, he he not been he on the Suns. Suns. Um, yeah, no. He's been on... Shit. Um, was it the Grizzlies? He was on the Grizzlies, yes. On the Grizzlies. So I think that's... Year and a half. Four or five left. Was he on... The Cavs? He was for on one year in seventeen eighteen. Okay, he was on the Cavs. He was on. Nope, none of those teams. I'm gonna say Atlanta. Nope. Oh. He's been on. He's been on five teams in the last four years. I just give it to you. Or uh, the ones you're missing are or Orlando, Clippers. Orlando, the Clippers, the Wizards, and Utah, and Houston. Obviously, those are those are his teams. Damn, he's played quite. Teams. Yeah, ten teams. Crazy. Good God. That's crazy. Um, I, I I can't remember. I always think about who the who's the record holder is. It's not much more than that. I think it's like thirteen or fourteen teams is the record. How many teams did Shaq play for? I feel like Shaq played for like. I think he was teams. like yeah. I think it was seven or eight. Shaq, I, think. I was I, Shaq. I could definitely nail them all. Shaq was on the uh, obviously the Magic. He was on the Lakers. He was on the Heat. He was on the Suns. He was on the Celtics. Um, seven, seven teams for Shaq. How many was that that I just said? Five. That was five only. Um, and then he was on. No, you're missing one. I'm missing one. Yeah. Did I say? I said the Cavs. That's the one you're missing. Okay. Yeah. The old Shaq. Shaq this. Wow, and then you yeah. have Utah up ten and a half again, or they're about to go up ten and a half. I mean, this team's just—they're coming out of nowhere. They're sneaky good. Yeah. Imagine they had Bogdanovich too. I know. They were. I mean, you think Mitchell's going to ask out? No. No. I don't think he's that type of guy. No, no. I don't. Do you think they get rid of Gobert or Mitchell? Like, do you think that's actually a problem behind closed doors and they're just kind of sucking it up? Like, do you think that can still last long term? Because apparently mean, I, I it was really bad. It's not. I guess they're showing it's not. I mean, yeah. I think as time goes on, it can only get better. Agreed. Agreed. So if they're going to win this, if they got swept in this, yeah, maybe something happens. Gobert probably gets traded or something. I don't, I have no, no one has any idea, but, you know, we're talking they could win two rounds here. Who knows? Yeah, it's just those are yeah, the guys. They make like, the deep be. run. It's 
Mitchell and and Booker are the guys that could be really dealt. Like they're the two actual stars. That I, I don't think I don't think there's any chance he's getting traded. Could he leave? I don't think so. I think he's going to be like a well, dame in Portland. He's restricted. He's restricted. He can't go anywhere. Well, yeah, no, I know, I know for now, but I, I don't think he's he's going anywhere. But Booker is. He's Booker, a full, he's a full more free agent too in in next next summer. I think Giannis is. I think Gian, The more I think about, it, I think Giannis to the Heat is more and more a possibility in the following year. I I, I agree. I think Giannis, if they don't win a title this year or next. I love our five-year window right now. I've never loved the Miami Heat's five-year window more than right now. I mean, the only old, really, I mean, you got Nunn, who hasn't even been playing that much lately. You got Hero. You have Bam, who's an ascending player. You have um, Jimmy. You got, I mean, just all the, the shooting, the, you know, we have, like, the glue guys, like Crowder, and, you know, if you add Giannis to it. I, I think mean, there's only four teams Giannis could end up on. The Bucks, the Heat, the Warriors, and the Knicks. They're the only teams that, because he's not going to leave Milwaukee. He could leave Milwaukee for, he's not going to leave Milwaukee to go to a, another shit market. So, like, that cuts out half the teams in the league. Then you got to talk about the teams that have the cap space or the teams that have the assets to make a move. The Warriors and the Heat don't have the cap space, but they both have the assets to make a move. The Knicks have the cap space, and it's a, you know, obviously the market is the attractive part, but the market's also attractive in Miami. I don't know how he feels about San Francisco as a market, but it's it's certainly not a bad market. And then yeah, obviously and staying Miami has, has, has a lot going for them because they got the market, they have the winning culture. I think... Yeah, like Giannis isn't going to leave Milwaukee to go play in like Atlanta or Charlotte or Phoenix, like no matter how much cap space they have. And teams like, you know, Houston and, um, you know, Dallas, they won't have the cap space. Um, So to me, those are really the only, you know, Brooklyn won't have the cap space. Those are really the only the four teams that I could possibly see him landing on. I'm not saying it's likely that he leaves, or I'm not saying one is more likely than the other, but I just don't see a possibility. I don't, don't even win see this a possibility. Year, it's more likely he's leaving, in my opinion. I agree. I agree. Um, I guess it depends I, what he does next year. If he, if, he, if he doesn't win in one of these next two, he's gone. I think he's got to at least make the finals one of these next two. Like, if he loses in the Eastern Conference Finals this year and then they make the finals and lose in six or seven next year, I could totally see him staying. Okay, you know? yeah. But, but I just don't. If see he doesn't making, make the finals either year, I I think it's a lock he leaves. I do not see them making the finals this year whatsoever. I mean, I obviously think that there's a good chance that he can beat them, but I think both the Raptors and the Celtics can beat them. Yeah. Yeah. Like like I would favor both of them. I'm saying I would favor both of them over the Bucks right now. I don't, and maybe that's not how Vegas. That's probably not how Vegas sees it. But in my opinion, I just I don't like like you know. And I don't, you know, what I like about uh, their coach, he spreads the minutes out so much in the playoffs. He he doesn't like Giannis barely played thirty minutes or twenty nine minutes this year. Like he doesn't play the stars enough in the postseason. You need to shrink the shrink the the bench depth a little bit, and you need to get more out of your players because this is this is it. I mean, you can't be having Milton play twenty seven minutes, Giannis playing twenty nine minutes, unless it's a blowout year in and year. Like he does this the whole regular season, and he does it in the playoffs. Then you, you, that's and so he, he likes to go 10, 11, 12 deep. Sorry, I want my best player. I want Giannis 
playing 40 minutes, 44 minutes. That's what LeBron did. LeBron would play 40. There was games I was looking back where LeBron played 46, 47 minutes. Giannis is the hardest worker. There's no way you're telling me he can't play 45 minutes or, for, or for at least 40 minutes. He's got to, you know. He's, I, think- I mean, he's got he's got the – I think he's got, he's in the shape to do it. He's got the drive. What is holding him back than Budenholzer, like not letting him play more than 32 minutes? I mean, you're going to need that from him. You're going to need Middleton to play – 35 minutes and effective minutes. You're going to need Brooke Lopez to play heavy minutes. You're going to need um, Bledsoe to step it the fuck up and play big minutes. You're going to like, I don't want to see, you know, you know, the, you know, the, the, the Ilyasovas, the DiVincenzos, the, you know, these other, you know, rope, the Robin Lopez is playing 15, 20 minutes. Like that's not, that's not going to work. Yeah, I his one seeds always get bounced. His one seeds always get bounced, Budenholzer, in the first and second or second round, I should say. Yeah, because everyone else is doing it. Yeah. You're not going to have, you know, Tatum's not playing 20 minutes. He's playing 38, 40 minutes a game. Same thing with, like, uh, Kemba. Kemba's playing 40 minutes a game. And he was on a minutes restriction going into the playoffs, and he's still doing it. Yeah. And you can't imagine that's making Giannis happy, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like he's, he's, I think the Celtics you know, would crush him. I think the Celtics would win five or six right now. I just, they could. They could. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I just think, you know, you have to do, if you're Milwaukee, you have to do, you have a once-in-a-generation player, it, especially when it comes to, like, a small market team like that landing him. You're certainly not going to land someone like that in free agency uh, out of nowhere. So, you know, when... If you're doing, if, if you're, you got to cater to whatever he wants going, going forward. Yeah. I mean, if he wants to play the full game, let him play the full game. If he wants, you know, to sign, you know, bring someone in, bring someone in, do what you can. I yeah. just, yeah, that's crazy. I don't see it. I do not see it. I, I like all three other East teams better than the Bucks, And it's crazy because they had a historic season. They truly had a historic season. They had one of the, the best point differential in NBA history, I believe, or in the contemporary or whatever, you know. Yeah, and now they're just going to piss it away. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. But I think that's going to do it for this week's episode. Really NBA heavy, but next week we'll have more to talk about. We are less than three weeks away from NFL football. Zero COVID positives um, coming out of NFL camp so far, we found out this week. Great news for this season, what the team's doing. What the teams are doing seems to be working, so fingers crossed that that stays that way. Uh, We'll obviously have more NBA to talk about. But in the meantime, go follow us on all the socials, at Bleacher Fan, at Bleacher Banter, and go check out the store at BleacherFan.com. Ton of team-centric merch, ton of Bleacher Fan merch in there. Go check that out and uh, help support us. And uh, rate and subscribe to the podcast, please. And until then, we will see you next week.